0: Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Real Estate Insights, the new podcast series from Savills exploring the real stories behind the property headlines and getting to grips with the forces driving property markets. We're taking a look at what's going on right inside the property world, both here in the UK and around the world, and offering you a uniquely Savills perspective on what's coming down the road. And we're doing all of that with some of the brightest and best minds in the business. And with me, Guy Ruddle. Today, we're casting our eyes across the channel to Europe, where the long march of more liberal Sunday trading laws has started to be turned around. We'll be looking at whether this is a blip or a trend, and examining the implications for shoppers, shopkeepers and landlords. And I'm joined in the studio by three people who know more about this topic than is probably healthy. Eri Mitzisterio is Savil's European Research Director. She supports both internal teams with European research and external clients. Violeta Wozczak is Head of Research at Savills Poland, where a phased ban on Sunday trading was introduced in March 2018. And Magdalena Panu is Head of Research at Savills Italy, where similar moves are afoot. Welcome, all of you. Thank you very much for coming. Have you flown in to do this specifically? Yes, yes absolutely. Oh, you see, this, we're taking this broadcast very, very seriously. <laughs> very. We'll talk about the whole of Europe in a bit, but Violette, if we can talk to you first about the situation in Poland. So, so this ban came in, or the, the start of a ban came in in March yep. this year, if you're listening to this in 2019, last year. That, why, how, what's happened and on what's the impact been?
1: Well, the, what happened is uh, that the conservative party decided, uh, together with some uh, labor organizations, that we need to take care of people who work on Sundays.
0: So it's a, it's a workers' rights thing. It's not religious or. or uh, well,
1: <laughs> well the, the the party is more conservative, so it's it's a, a mixture of uh, factors. So Sundays, religious, uh, is one thing. The other thing is more um, uh, labor force uh,
0: concerned. And the the, the implication or the, the way being implemented is how?
1: The, the, this year, so 2018, we have two Sundays that are banned from every month that are banned from trade. From 2019, it will be only one Sunday uh, every month that uh, the trade is allowed. And from 2020, all Sundays will be banned from uh, from trade. There are uh, 30 exceptions. Uh, so places that you can trade like uh, petrol stations, train station, bus stations, flower shops, gift shops, uh, stuff like that. How's it going? <laughs> well, I think the Polish people got used to it probably because of the phasing of the, of the process. Uh, there were some discussions how it will impact the economy. Uh, it didn't. <laughs> we are growing uh, fast. Retail sales is also growing. It's just the case that uh, the pace of growth it's just uh, slightly lower than it was uh, back in 2017. But it is a question of uh, whether that's a consequence of the trade ban or not. Plus, it's been uh, since March. So it's not exactly a time that allows us to make any complicated analysis. Uh, yeah, on too that. early. Yeah.
0: Too early on that. Magdalena, it, it, the Italian situation, is So it that, that hasn't happened yet, but, the, but there is talk.
2: Yeah, there is a toll. Uh, actually and uh, starting from twenty twelve uh, uh it's allowed to each retail poll to be open every Sunday. There is uh, the actual government is proposing a review of this uh of this law reducing the opening hour. And uh at the moment there are six different uh laws. Proposal uh, law, but uh, nothing is uh, certain, and uh, we believe that uh, we need uh, <laughs> some month ago to to, to, to work out how to yeah.
0: and and the reaction from, from the, just the possibility from shopkeepers is, is positive or negative?
2: Is a negative. Also, the citizens uh, we, we make a survey are not uh, that doesn't, doesn't agree this uh, decision because they want to be free to decide <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where sure. they want to go, but uh, is a. Uh, is on the
0: table of the government. So, Eri, you you look across the whole of Europe, and it's obviously in these two countries a a real focus of attention. In the UK, it's not a focus of attention at all. So so do you think that this is, as I said right back at the beginning, is is this isolated to these two, or is it the sort of a beginning of a trend?
3: I don't think it's a beginning of of a trend. It it is an ongoing, it has been an ongoing uh, discussion since the emergence of an expansion of shopping centres in Europe. Do they trade Sundays? Do they not? You have regions in Europe uh, which are more um, liberal in that respect, like Eastern Europe, UK, Ireland, uh, the Scandinavian countries, others that are a bit more selective, some Sundays, tourist locations only. The debate is always between, you know, the local governments, sometimes the local uh, unions. Uh, I think the citizens and the shoppers always uh, benefit from that, especially with more women in the workforce uh, and, uh, you know, uh, shoppers becoming very, very time poor. And uh, I think from the side of the of the shopping uh, owners and the retailers, it's a desire, it's desire to have this opportunity uh, to have their shops open.
0: Yeah, because yeah. if you, if you go back to sort of what Violetta was saying, it's t- probably too early to tell about the state, what it does to the economy. But, you know, there are plenty of people, I guess, will argue that actually it shouldn't really make an impact on anything because, you know, you're the same amount of shopping will be done, but it'll just be done in, in you know, in a a different sort of phased way.
3: That's right. There have been, it's always a bit difficult to measure, but uh, there have been, um, you know, analysis observations across different countries. And you do observe that when you have the Sunday trading, it's going to be the second strongest day in the week. When you don't have it, you will probably see this shopping being scattered across the other days of the week. Nevertheless, you do see that the Sunday trading, as Yoletta said, does push the retail sales a bit higher, Uh, there is always, you know, like there is a bit of an extra, uh, you know, impulsive, uh, you know, purchase that the consumer will uh, will make.
0: And, and do you two a, a, agree with Eri about the, it not being it's not necessarily spreading elsewhere? I know in Hungary, they, in Hungary, they they did implement it about for six years ago, and it took about five minutes before everyone rebelled and they had to had to row back on that.
1: Even closer to us, because I think they have repealed the law in back in in two thousand sixteen, and they've launched it in two thousand fifteen. So it took them only twelve months to. Uh, See that the law is not working, and the uh, people of Hungary are not happy with the law, so if they repealed it, and now everyone is back on
0: their happiness track yeah, because of course you know this is all happening at a time when retail around Europe is changing radically and anyways you know you could just say well what does, what does it matter we 're all shopping online we 're never going we 're not going to go to the shops anymore anyway erie
3: it 's spot on it 's um it's a time uh, where probably we, we shouldn't even bring this up because uh, uh, the physical the physical retail <laughs> uh, you know like faces so much competition from the online so it's in uh, no one's interest to to limit even further uh, the, the the exposure that f- physical uh, retail has to consumers so you know if uh, if we you have online shopping um, you know on Sundays then it's good to have it uh, also in uh, in the real shops. Um, in these days, or retailers anyway you know operate in an omni-channel way, so uh, they need both exposure—the online and the offline—and and, uh, and uh, the Sunday gives the opportunity you know in a more relaxed uh, time of the week for the shoppers to to you know, experience the brands to see the the shops. Even if they don't shop, they might shop online, but they might uh, combine leisure and shopping in in a way which will only benefit the retailers. As if
1: I may add, the retail sales, the e-commerce sales in Poland is like 5% of total retail sales. So it's not like UK where it's like... Uh, 20% or close to it. In Italy, it's even lower than in Poland. So, you know, you have that uh, omnichannel, of course, it's important, but we are the countries, uh, Italy and Poland, where the impact of e-commerce is yet to come, uh, yeah. actually, because yeah. of, um, you know, how little of that. That's is. interesting, isn't
0: it? And
2: this law can help to improve the e-commerce instead of the the retailer.
0: Yeah. That is interesting that that you know, we one always thinks that uh, over here uh, you know you could be listening to this anywhere but it, where we're based now we're in a studio in London you know that that everybody is is has gone down the online road as 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 far as we have but it's it's just not the case is it it it, it really isn't so what is what every what's happening around Europe in terms of how people are dealing with it are people looking at say the UK and America and saying well you know what's happening there is going to be happening here
3: Yes, definitely. It's uh, that's the expectation that it's a matter of time before uh, this spreads. The, you know, we make assumptions that possibly the online retail will not be more ever more than thirty, thirty-five percent of total. No one knows. Uh, you know, like human beings want to interact, want to go out, want to 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 combine different activities as well. So, so we we are still believers of uh, of the power of the physical world and the physical interaction, but. The percentages are going to grow everywhere.
0: Yeah. I mean, you say human beings want to interact. They may in Europe. We hardly talk to each other in London. So <laughs> <laughs> you, you, might, you might have to have an, an entirely different model for, 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 for the rest of Europe. There's a lot of talk, though. So I suppose let's sort of bring all this together in, in, a, in a thought that. You can get rid of Sunday trading if you like, but the, the, there's a over here, again, over here in the UK, there's a lot of talk about the idea of retail having to be theatre. You have to provide more than just stuff to buy. That's right. That, that, is, that, is that the case? Is that how the Europeans think as well? Magdalene, are you getting that in Italy?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the shop is not only a place where uh, you go to buy, but is uh, uh, a place uh, to uh, link the brand with the cost- the customer. Then you can buy on the online or uh, in the shops, but it's not the important thing. So there is a change in the format, in the concept, and is a place to be.
0: Eri, let's finally look at this from the point of view of the investor. Does all this have an impact? Are, are people going to have to think in a different way when they're looking at investing in European retail?
3: well as as i said earlier it's a, it's a, it's a debate that has been going on all these years that shopping centers have been evolving in in europe uh, it 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 has a negative uh, impact to to investor perception Nevertheless, uh, these very two countries that we are discussing about uh, last year, they had, uh, you know, like um, very, very strong growth in retail investment. So investors are looking on the overall picture and the fundamentals of each market from a retail perspective. Um, Sunday trading would help if it's not there, um, might lose a little bit of, uh, you know, of uh, retail sales. But, but there are other, I think, stronger stronger reasons to decide if not you will go in a country or buy an asset.
0: You are nodding a lot. Do you both agree? Yeah. I don't, who go first? Whoever you yeah, like. This
1: is this is the same observation uh, in Poland. The uh, retail investment is strong, and we still see uh, uh, a number of in the investors uh, investing and uh, uh, thinking about investing in the in that sector. So uh, the impact on the on investment activity was really. Uh, none basically yeah. so uh, and the fundamentals for Poland uh, are really really strong so uh, the ban doesn't change
0: that you can take away our Sunday trading but you'll never take our <laughs> inward capital flows <laughs> I can't believe I just said that <laughs> same for you Magdalena
2: it's a little bit different because we are in uh, in uncertain climates at the moment so is' uh, the the rule are not uh, clear and so uh, it's Italy is not a core market for investors, and uh, until the law will be approved, uh, we are in a difficult uh, situation.
0: Okay, guys, thank you all very, very much for coming here, for flying over just to be here. It's been we great. Did some
1: um uh, on the way to the office. <laughs> uh, we are supporting British economy. <laughs> Excellent.
0: Someone's got to. Yeah. Uh, thank you very, very much indeed for that. All three of you. It's been really lovely to talk to you. Thank you so much. Uh, you, and that's you. it for this episode of Real Estate Insights. Thank you very much for listening to us. If you want to be the sort of person who knows absolutely everything about property, all over the world when you go out for dinner and have more interesting things to say than anybody else well then please subscribe to our podcast you can do so using your usual podcast provider thank you very much for listening as i say and see you next time